Who's that guy? You know who I am. Yeah, I know who I am. One for the players at the crib, dank and drinks, and two is for the sound hootie hoo that I make. Nice ride. Where did hoodies come from? I saw Val Kilmer once. He was walking outside of a dumpling shop in a trench coat. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog. Do the number one meal with a large root beer. I'm an emotional creature. Don't open that door! <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. The Nate Show Podcast is presented by Safe Kicker Media Group. Please follow the show at The Nate Show on Facebook and at That's Nate Cox on Instagram. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It's time. Here is the second part of this most recent conversation with Brandy Augustus. I do want to say real quick, shameless plug, thenateshow423.com. You can keep up with this podcast, everything that's going to be going on really soon with The Nate Show. There's going to be stuff added uh, to the site pretty constantly, so keep checking back. There are drop-down menus where you can find different links and everything. So any content you're going to want to get from here, assuming you're going to want to get it, that's going to be the place to find it. But yeah, Brandy and I continue discussing some different things. The you know, I feel like most of this conversation is really lighthearted. Uh, a lot of it's about music. A lot of it's just about random stuff. We talk about the time that we did a Game of Thrones roast together again briefly. Uh, we just talk about some different stuff. I won't belabor the point. I'll go ahead and get into it. Here's the second part of my most recent conversation with Brandy Augustus. Do you not feel that like Drake is kind of turning into like the cold play of rap where he's just doing like the same song over and over again, like all the time? Like I love like a lot of Drake's music, but lately I'm just like, it sounds the same. There was literally a stretch on local radio where they played, like, of the five songs that played in a row, three of them had Drake in it. One was that one with 21 Savage, and there were two that were just straight-up Drake songs. And I was like, all three of those verses and tracks just sounded like it's just him kind of casually singing and whatever. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. But <laughs> not really it feels it. like he's starting to phone it in. Yeah. You know, like... I think that like when Lil Wayne drops, he he drops so sporadically now. I think that there he has more intention that goes behind it because it's like so what some of the stuff is dated. It does sound dated or whatever, but it's still like the energy is there yeah, and it's like got, they're different songs. Yeah. You know, this is what we should have been Drake. talking about the whole time. Honestly, <laughs> as soon as we were done with like the really serious stuff, we should have just went straight into Kanye and Drake and you know. Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, and everything. That, that's my lane. That's where my heart lives in hip-hop. Honestly, mine too. Like, do you really... I heard this a few months ago, and I haven't got to talk to anyone about it, so I'm going to ask you about it. Do you really think that Beyonce not only cheated on Jay, but cheated on him with Diplo? Because I can't see that. But if so, I'm, like, I'm like, no. man, I'll be honest with everybody here. Like, I think I look better than Diplo. So I'm like, if that's all it takes, then... <laughs> Jay, you like, I love you, but no, look out. I agree with you on that. I'm not laughing because you don't. I'm laughing because you do, but I'm also laughing because it implies <laughs> that you think you got a chance with Beyonce. Look, that's I why I posted that meme the other day. Like, white man. Look, I saw I that really meme do. the other day of Jay Z trying to like go for a jog, and they're like, this, just a reminder, this guy's married to Beyonce. I always shoot your shot, fellas. So I'm like, hey, like, I may that hop on it. I may hop on a track with Jay one day and then just be like, you rap? I'll be like, I, it's funny. No one really knows this, but back in 08, 09, uh, my best friend and I did make like a mixtape. 
that's like weird and different, but um, it's really, my parts are awful. I won't speak to his, mine are awful, but I've thought since then, this is like revealing major information here. Since then, I have an Apple music playlist of tracks that I would like to like have a verse on. If that makes any sense. Like if I, cause that you know, like, sense. you know how like on mixtapes, you just use other people's beats and you just rap yeah. over whatever. So I've got different songs that I'm like, okay. So I've considered it from time to time, but I've not like done it. And it'd probably be awful, but it's something I've been wanting to do. So. You would love TikTok. Yeah. That's what TikTok is for. <laughs> Go ahead and throw them verses on there. No, that's what's up. Like, I, okay. When. I was going to say when I first got the internet, <laughs> when I first got on the internet for real, like one of my major things, like one of the first sites I found was this thing called nobodysmiling.com. And it was a hip hop site, but it more than it just being like a hip hop, like news site or whatever, it was a site that helped MCs develop. Like you could battle rap. Like my, I was a text fee. So I would like, playing battles with people and we'll go in and we would like type up our bars or whatever and um you would get rated on like personals similes metaphors like your alliteration like stuff like that then they had like the audio stuff where you could do audio battles you could do beat battles you could like do poetry battles stuff like that or whatever and it was just like i really 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 got heavy into battle rap at that point and it's always been like my heart like I, li- I just love hip-hop in general so i'm not ignoring you i'm on instagram because i'm trying to send you um i posted a few months ago um i'll do it here in a minute a short video of me listening to my mixtape while in my car because i just stumbled across it the other day like a couple months ago and just slid it in just listen to it and it's like it's so cringeworthy but like, no, so that, that's you available and revisit it you don't yeah, understand rough. you may have spit some gold and it just needs some shining you know like well <laughs> it's funny though because there were lines in there that i was listening to and i'm like okay that could use work it's, it's just like when we were doing stand-up and like you hear something back and like okay well that joke didn't land but i could do this and it would make it better like mm-hmm. i, I kind of had that feeling again and that felt nice so but for Ooh, real though that I'm was a, a spark I'm that a, was a spark <laughs> But I'm going to get in the studio with Jay. I'm going to be like, hey, remember that time you cheated on Beyonce with Rita Ora? It's like, it's payback time now. The fact that you just be telling all these people business, like it's not everybody <laughs> business. Like, you know, it's not knowledge. But I'm like, you just be saying it. So I mean, willy, allegedly. Willy. Let me say it, you- allegedly. <laughs> that Becky with the good hair was allegedly Rita Ora, which she denied. I believe it. I mean, I love Rita, like. I follow her on Insta. Like, okay. Anyway, yeah, I get it. But you know, don't cheat on Beyonce. Don't cheat on anyone ever. By the way, don't cheat. Don't cheat. I was a cheater. I I cheated in my day. Now I'm just non-committal. You know? Don't don't ever cheat unless unless you're Beyonce and you have uh, you know a thing for guys with a bunch of toys as their backdrop on Zoom, and then. But don't cheat. But don't cheat. Got it. That's the lesson of the day. You got to think about how stupid that would be if you saw a headline that said Beyonce files for divorce, files for divorce because she's been sleeping with this guy. And it's just me. It's me in that Spider-Man mask at the Game of Thrones roast. (laughs) Standing next to a Starbucks cup. That's a, yeah. Yeah. What a night. Oh yeah, that was. that was a 
That was a lot. It was cute. I appreciated that night. I met you. Yeah, so I didn't know you until then. I'd heard about you, but like a lot of the Knoxville like area people, I didn't really know at that point other than Beth and David. So I knew of Lance, um, but never met him. And so to, to get to meet a lot of y'all and Alexis and everyone that was there was was a lot of fun. So I shouldn't have started name dropping because I know I just left a few people out. But you did. I was like, oh, you don't have to keep going. Like, I, look, I'm. I knew going into that Game of Thrones roast, the one that I was going to do a character that wasn't in that universe because I thought it made it made such little sense that it made perfect sense to me because it was like I don't I don't know anything about Game of Thrones, so why not have a character that also doesn't really know anything? And I'd made up my mind that no matter who was playing, you know, Danny, I was going to flirt with him. Like that that was it. It didn't matter. Like <laughs> those are the two, that out. was the decision that I was like. That's why if you go back and listen or watch it, like it's like. I'm actually like legit roasting everybody. And then like yeah. the, whole, the whole thing with Danny is just, you know, me just like, what's up? You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was good. That was a really good night. Um, shout out to Gypsy Circus. Yes. Kingsport. Yep. Yeah. And shout out to Safe Kicker. Beth Thomas. Tom- Tompkins. What is yep. Beth's name? Tompkins. Yep. You got it. <laughs> Yeah, if we're going to be doing, Safe Kicker is going to be doing some big stuff this year. We're going to be doing some big stuff together this year. So, and uh, hopefully if I can get the talk show going again, like live stage shows, we can have Beyonce come perform. uh, You ain't got the budget. (laughs) You don't have the funds. You ain't get your stimmy yet. You, You can't afford Beyonce. You got to get that stimmy first. I'm going to get, uh, I'll get Webby to come perform because he has a song called Y'all Ain't Making No Money. So I'm going to have Webby come and just be like, that's his only track that he does. He can do independent just because everybody knows that song. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to do the one that everybody know first. You remember that stretch where like uh, Webby and Lil Boozy, like off the popularity of that song, like where they, every track they were in for like a year after they just started spelling out words. Like little boozy's in, uh, like boozy's in out here grinding, and he's just doing. He's spelling out "we the best," which isn't even his thing. It's DJ Khaled's thing. <laughs> but that was like his whole verse was just spelling out "we the best." I was like, okay. It, it, you know what? It's it's okay. Boosie does things. Did you did, do you follow Boosie? I don't. Um, I know that the Jay Z line about holding money to your ear was aimed at Boozy, though. Yeah, a lot of random stuff that I know for some reason. I don't know why, but when we get off here, I need you to yeah, Google. Right I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Boosie making Kool Aid. <laughs> Boosie making Kool Aid. <laughs> I've got making a sandwich, making eggs. <laughs> I did not know. Wait, Hold Boosie on. a whole ass chef out here. He, uh, the headline I've got is he's making Kool-Aid and he runs out of sugar. So automatically I'm intrigued. So <laughs> yeah. And you, you run out of sugar. Got... It's like the one thing you need for good Kool-Aid. You gonna have to watch it and see why this Negro <laughs> runs out of sugar. It is ridiculous. Uh, and then you wonder, <laughs> or you don't wonder why Boosie got diabetes. Yikes. Hey, you know he got shot here recently, and he had complications. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. Diabetes, and I'm like, stop making that dumbass sugar. Or, uh, it's sugar. It's sugar with a little bit of water in it. 
I should have checked on that. Webby, Webby's still with us, right? Yeah, he's still Webby with us. Webby is is Webby not in jail? He's only thirty five. I thought he was older than that. Um, Boosie, Boosie uh, only thirty five. No, Webby's only thirty five. Boosie oh. is. <laughs> always forget that boozy changed his name yeah boozy's only 38 so I, for some reason i thought both of them were a little bit older i guess it's because you know in high school old. yeah I, I saw him live briefly when i saw uh chris brown in atlanta because it was like it was like the week of chris's birthday so like everyone showed up and like came yeah. out and did like he literally took like an hour and a half off during the show like fabulous was hosting and he brought out like all these different people like t-pain the dream all these people that came out um boozy was one of them meek mill was one of them meek mill before the jail sentence i think um which was crazy so um, that's wild yeah but like i just remember boozy i felt bad for boozy though because like a lot of like it was such a hype atlanta is like perfect for a show like that and a lot of the crowd was into everybody but for some reason they just weren't feeling boozy that night i don't know <laughs> I don't like Boosie, but when you said Meek Mill, I got excited because yeah. one of my goals, like one of my bucket list dreams is to be in concert with Meek Mill performing Dreams and Nightmares. He did it. He did it in Atlanta. I've got a, I've got a short clip I can send you. I think there's a clip on YouTube as well because he had like he had on a Kevin Garnett throwback jersey, like the old T-Wolves jersey. I just remember when he came out, I was like, yo, that jersey's dope. I got to get one of those. Yeah. yeah. But you've never heard a crowd go insane the way that they did, like when uh, Future came out at the end of the show, though, because it was like right when Mask Off was like the biggest song on the radio. And, pe- yeah. and he's from Atlanta, so everyone was just like, "That place wow. was insane." So I'm sure. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Oh, like just energy and um, that one, and then both of them are Atlanta. The other one was. Later that year, I went to Winterfest, and it was Trey Songs, uh, Jeezy, Chris Brown, and Yo Gotti. And it's weird to me to have Yo Gotti on the same, you may disagree with this, on the same card as Jeezy, because I feel like Yo Gotti is just the light version of Jeezy. Really? Yeah, I'm not really a fan of Gotti. I feel like like Gotti is more the thoroughbred do and Jeezy is the light one. I feel like Gotti just got more street to him. Like First, real quick though, have you speaking of videos, have you seen that video of like they're doing some gambling event and Yo Gotti loses like five hundred thousand on a bet and Jay Z standing right beside of him and Jay Z's like <laughs> No I gotta I gotta got send you that because Jay's just standing there trying to be cool and then Gotti loses and Jay's like oh my gosh like five hundred thousand yeah I'm gonna pull that up too. I gotta send you that. That's wild. <laughs> No, go, Yo Gotti's always been like a fave of mine. No, and I love Jeezy. I'm from Cincinnati, so Cincinnati, Cincinnati really clings on the rappers. And Jeezy was one of those rappers that Cincinnati claimed. So it was like everything was Jeezy, Jeezy and Gucci. Everybody loved Gucci Mane too. Oh yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah. Did but, you watch the battle? Uh, no, I didn't want, I mean, I kept up with some of it. Like I watched some clips the day after, I think I had to work late that night. So I had to miss like quite a bit of it. Um, but yeah, I was into that. I'm into all the verses stuff for the most part. Like I like, I love that concept. I love the idea. And I love the idea of them making up and being cool. Like after that, Man, it was so tense. I just knew that somebody was going, something was going to happen at some point. You know, I felt uncomfortable and I'm watching it through my phone. 
you know, I'm nervous checking outside. I think sure shooters ain't out there. I think that my love, my stupid love of wrestling, shades my brain a lot in those areas because I still view everything through the lens of okay, well they're competing, but at the end of the day, like they're not really like mad at each other. And sometimes I do forget that, like in hip hop especially, that like some of those things are like super real, unnecessarily real sometimes. Yeah, but. like Jeezy really did send his homeboy to try and rob Gucci and Gucci really did kill Pookie Loke. <laughs> like those are real things that happen. You know? Yeah. And this was after Icy. And like, oh, they performed Icy at the I end. Icy. It was just yeah. like, oh, unity in the community. Moja. Uh, I people laugh at me for this, but what you're talking about like concert energy, that same Winterfest when Trey Songs performed, he did uh, he had a full band, like a full rock band, and he just did rock versions of all of his hits. And it I was like, like it was like such a unique way of hearing those songs, and the energy there was crazy. Like, um, I bet you, you get tired of performing in the same way all the time. That's why I like the Roots. There's something about. I'm gonna send you those clips too. There's something just about that electric guitar with some of Trey's tracks that are just like they're like amazing. Like I still think about them all the time. <laughs> like again, like I just. I'll pull them up on YouTube like every day and it's like yeah, neighbors know my name, but the rock version. It's like, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Heart attack was probably the best, like as far as like the song that translated really well to having. I love that song. Okay. I'm excited. That was one of my favorite albums. Yep. Um, was, it ready? Songs. was it ready or was that ready? Okay. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. yeah I stay oh, up on, man. I stay up on R and B too. Like, I I want to say I stay up on R&B, but I swear to God, every day I feel like there's a new artist well, that comes out and everybody knows the songs already. I was going to say, I say that I stay up on R&B, but like, I'm still like in 2005, like I'm still listening to Chris Brown and Trey songs like every day. Like that's what I'm all about. So. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send you a play. You, do you have um, iTunes or Spotify? Apple. Apple. Okay, Apple. Yeah, I'll send so, you a, a play. I've done like 10 different free trials of Spotify, like with different emails and stuff. And there's one that keeps charging me $10 a month that I can't find. I can't figure out how to log into it. So I just keep getting charged. It's going on for like six months now. Like I've just given Spotify $60 to not even, but whatever. They got my podcast on there. So I guess it, it works no, out. No, 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 no. You waste the money because you still hate I, I really it. need to figure I emailed them one time and they were like, Yeah, we can't give out personal information. I'm like, it's my information though. Like it's it's, it's my information. Like, I mean, I get what they're saying, but I'm like, you know, like I've canceled five other subscriptions. Let me just get this last one and we're good. So but yeah. Isn't that it? When you try and cancel your stuff and no, you feel like like you don't even feel rich, but you feel like, you know, a weight has been lifted or yeah. something. Like, you know, all the money. Like how many subscriptions do you have that you don't even use? I've got a few. I've got a few that I wish that I would keep rem- like that I would remember to get rid of or just use them more often. Mm-hmm. Like um I addressed on the podcast last week the situation where I thought I was gonna be moving. I thought I was gonna be moving to Texas. And so like I, I joined, I got a black card from planet fitness. Cause I just thought, well, it's cool. Like when I'm in town, I can go to the gym when I'm there, I can go to the gym. Cause there's one in the town I was going to be living in. If I go, if I travel, I can use it. And it's like, I'm, I'm here and I've already got a gym membership here. So it's like, now I just got two gym memberships and it's like, but I am going to go to planet probably after I get off this though, just so I can feel good about paying them $20 a month. There you go. 
That's the plan. You know, <laughs> don't waste your money. But I stopped using Netflix like several months ago because I wasn't really watching anything. It had nothing to do with everybody getting mad that they're losing the office and all that stuff. And I was just like, well, I'm not using it. So. Man, I just realized that I only watch Netflix when the internet tells me to. Yeah. Like everybody was like going up about Bridgerton. So I started watching it and I didn't even realize it until after I finished the series that three of them white boys was three white boys and not just one. I thought like it was just one character. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was three different white boys, three different storylines. <laughs> but it's like they made me feel better because it was like, well, in the books, they are supposed to look very much alike or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, no, they, they did their job. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't tell them apart. Um, but it was only because the internet told me. Yeah, once a month, like the internet will tell you, like, hey, you got to go watch. I mean, when the pandemic started, remember it was Tiger King. Tiger King, fucking Carol yeah. Baskin. Yeah, I, I never got around to that. It's funny, like, I spent most of my time on Netflix watching um, Hip Hop Evolution. Is that what it's called? Yeah, like, this, like, or this, the Evolution of Hip Hop. Well, yeah, I think it was Hip Hop Evolution. Love that. There, I don't know if it's still on there. There was a doc about um, the history of organized noise, which was the group that produced Outkast and Goody Mob and all that stuff. So yeah. that's another one that I really like. But I'm a big Outkast, you know, fan and nerd. And Goody Mob actually had a new album come out like a month or so ago, I think. I heard about an album coming out. I did not hear the album. I only listened to like the f- tracks that had Big Boy and Andre because yet again they aren't together on those tracks. It's like there's one with Big Boy, one with Andre. You know, which is fine. That's still sad though. This may be blasphemy because I love Andre as much as maybe anyone does, but the track with Andre was not good. I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm gonna like have his to like his verse has some redeeming qualities to it where he like you you know how he is. He has some nice wordplay and then you're like, okay, I see what you're doing. But the track itself is just like it feels like it's off beat the whole time. And maybe that's the point, but it just feels like it's like he he released a song maybe a year ago or a year two years ago where he featured on it and it was off beat and I didn't like it. Okay, I need to figure but out. But it's that still was. like a treat when he decides to show up somewhere, it's still a treat. Most surprising feature I still hold to this day that he did was that fucking verse on Walk It Out. Yes, but he does. So Walk It Out, the two weirdest verses from him are Walk It Out and on the Deuces remix with Chris Brown. Like where he, I really like that. Oh, I, I, I really like it too, but it's so, okay. it's so weird because there's almost like no beat behind him. He's just farewell yeah. email to a female. And it's like, it just takes him forever to she really. Shells, but <laughs> but you, it's almost like you can tell he's freestyling. Like he's thinking of, and it's cool, but like it's, it's one of the rare times where I can hear him thinking as he's rapping. But yeah, the but walk I it out see one. him doing a, a, a feature with Chris Brown now. Like, and it was yeah. so many people on that track. DJ Unk? Yeah, DJ Unk, and they had Big Boy and Andre were on that remix. Um, yeah. Walk it out like an usher. <laughs> That's the same. <laughs> Which is just a funny thing. Like, it takes you a second, but when, like, that reference catches you, you're like, oh, it's funny. I see what he's doing. But Hip-hop has some very questionable lines, though. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how... Joe Button was eyeing a girl out the corner of her eye. He said, I've been eyeing you out the corner of your eye. How? Do you How remember, does that happen? Do you remember when he found out that that chick was like a dude that had transitioned? 
remember, have you seen that clip where she's talking about, yeah, that's when I started to transition. He's looking over at her like, because he had no idea that she was like, used to be, I don't know. It's just yeah. He cracks no, me up. No, but... where is that? It how long ago was it? Was mm, it? Hold on. Let me pull it up. My brain like doesn't ever quantify like when something was like it's funny it's hard it, well and sometimes it works really well but other times everything everything the last five years in particular blends together especially musically oh think about in the next three years how you gonna look at last year that shit's gonna be a month you're gonna <laughs> so, be like wait a minute there was something happened there was here, an uprising I, i'm sending you this clip of joe budden it's from three years ago Carmen Carrera. He had no idea that she was transgender. My word. <laughs> but um. Okay, I will watch that later. Yeah, I think, oh, like, he looks so bothered. Okay. Like two thousand, like two thousand seven, though. Like Andre three thousand was on like everything that summer. Like he did walk it out. He did um, throw some D's. He did a verse <laughs> on that. Hey, can we talk about like that era of like the. 2000 like early 2000 well mid 2000s or whatever anytime you want to talk about it i'm here to talk you can call me in the middle of the night and be like hey let's talk about 07 i'd be like okay (laughs) i'm always dying to talk to people about this so man it was just like i don't know it was fun the music was Mm -hmm. so fun goodness i want that's when people started dancing again and like now everybody doing tiktok and all that stuff well that's the thing is like at that time this was i mean itunes was a thing then and myspace hadn't even really adopted the music format yet so you couldn't really like stream music so streaming wasn't even really like a thing so like all these songs back then like you had to have like a certain energy to get noticed like you still had to fight it was like the tail end of the days where you had to fight to really get your stuff noticed and get it out there but yeah that was the era when like you know like soldier boy and walk it out and like all the different dance tracks like really became it's when the step up movies became stomp the yard all that stuff became like a sort of cultural thing yeah i was talking about stomp the yard with someone the other day i love stomp the yard though (laughs) stomp the yard was lit stomp the yard was my favorite like dance movie of that time um I like Save the Last Dance for what it wanted to be. Like, yeah. I like the premise. I liked all that or whatever. I hated the dancing. I yeah. absolutely hated the dancing. Well, it's like, eight, it's like Eight Mile for me. Like, I love the idea of the movie, but I feel like a lot of the battles, I'm like, oh, M lost in that one. He lost. <laughs> he lost them all in battles. What do you mean? It's almost like watching an episode of Friends because like M will like make a reference in the tracks and the crowd goes, oh, and I'm like, it really wasn't that great of a reference. It's like when someone on Friends says something funny and I'm like, no, yeah, no, no, that wasn't, it didn't slap Marshall. (laughs) It did not slap. (laughs) I miss that, that time though. Like I was like, that was a, I remember saying to myself, like, I'm never going to be old. I'm always going to stay up on all these dances. Like, I was doing the, the crank that Batman, crank that Yank, crank, like, all of that shit. The, this, this is a deep cut. The motorcycle snap. You don't even know the motorcycle snap, do you? The motorcycle snap. <laughs> it was just another, it was another Soldier Boy. It was, like, a Soldier Boy track before Crank That Soldier Boy hit. It was, like, like, maybe the last of his, like, 
mixtape tracks before he blew up. Oh, I ain't doing it. But the like the whole <laughs> the whole lean with it, rock with it era is like such a great. You know, D four L was doing all, like everybody was just doing the same. Laffy Taffy. Yeah, I remember when Laffy Taffy came out. I had my sister. She went to school down here at UT, and she came to Cincinnati or whatever on break. And we all went to the club, and they started playing Laffy Taffy. And I, this was the first time I ever heard it. And her, her friends start doing that. Well, that's what I was going. Oh that's what God, I was just about to cute. do. I'm like, because it's so like it's it's such a dance that I can do. Cause you just get two of them. You, get, you just get two, one, two, and then you crank, you know, that way. Like your neck goes back a little bit. And then as you get more comfortable, you can be more demonstrative with your arm movement. Yeah. <laughs> That's that one that I still do. Explanation. I got caught in the break room at work the other day. Like, cause when I go in super early, it's before the store opens. So I'm allowed to have like a headphone in and do whatever while we're, you know, not open. And I was just like in the fridge, putting my lunch in there or whatever. And I was just like, vibing i don't know what song i had on and when my boss was like nate you good like you okay i'm like yeah i'm, I'm good <laughs> just uh, did you pause like i did i was like yeah, yeah i'm good like you had to catch it <laughs> oh yeah and then hey, bring it back <laughs> A little t-pain 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 is probably like i want to say he's one of my top five favorite rappers yeah. but that's not true He's not top five favorite rapper. I just really enjoy what he does. He's the best. I really he was, do. I don't. Uh. He's one of the people from that time frame specifically that we're talking about that I just completely like fell in love with, like musically and everything. That just it was perfect. Everything. <clears throat> do you remember Freak Me? I do. His cartoon. Yeah. Because I had the, all... the track with Snoop Dogg. I used. I still have on my phone. I forget. Um, what's it called? I shouldn't like anyway, but yeah, from that uh, soundtrack or whatever you want to call it. So, well, you know, that's why he was on all of those features around the time, like that came out, like before and after, because he bartered yep. for them to be in Freaknik. And I'm like, that is fucking genius. That makes yep. so much sense. Okay. That was the thing is, like, at that time, like, Lil Wayne would, and he was, Lil Wayne was on everything, but I'm like, T Pain's like right there too. Like, he'll he'll hop on a track, like, Anytime. Yeah, he became the Nate Dog. You know yeah, how Nate Dog yeah. was always like, you know, doing the chorus, <laughs> or, you know, hitting that bridge for somebody and like that. That's T Pain role, which is now, well, I guess not even now, but like a couple of years ago, it was Ty Dollar Sign. I love Ty and Dolla fucking Ty Dollar Sign. The first time I heard that motherfucker, I thought he was R. Kelly, and I was so upset. I'm like, why are they still making music with this man? Like, well. <laughs> It's funny if you go back and listen to like early Trey songs, you'll hear a lot of R. Kelly in there because you know Trey look up. He used to look up to, you know, yeah. Kelly and like sort of model his inflections after him. So you can tell like in the early Trey stuff where he, like he's hitting certain notes and you're like, oh, that's R. Kelly. So oh, you know who one of my close friends is? I say close friends. I met this man once, Silk Johnson. He's been over my house. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. Um, I thought you were so going to we say Wesley about... Snipes. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> You're with Wesley. I wish. It's tax no, season. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish. But this has been good. This has yeah. been fun. I feel like we should do this more because we just talk about shit. I feel like I could talk yeah. to you about things that I can't talk to a lot of other people about. Same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, this is good. This is good. So, yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of that that I may not use, not because it's not good, just because it, there needs to be some sort of theme to it. 
but I may I'll chop yeah I'll chop up a lot of it and just use it for random stuff like like maybe a podcast three weeks from now oh here's Nate and Brandy talking about Andre 3000 and it's like we'll just have whatever so yeah but we really should do this more often thank you for tuning in and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Nate Show podcast make sure that you head over to the Nate Show 423.com where you can follow this podcast and everything else that's going on with the Nate Show I hope to have you back next time but if not I get it.